You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning in to this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A to find all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a new episode. Show notes for this episode can be found at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Nuchal Hand and Nuchal is spelled N-U-C-H-A-L. Be sure to check out the Your Birth Plan book for the guide that you need to create and write your birth plan. This book comes with a template that you can download and customize to fit your own preferences for the birth you want. It is going to save you so much time. And right now, the book is on sale. To find it, you can just search Your Birth Plan on Amazon. This week, I am answering a question submitted from Criselda. She says, I have a question to ask you as this issue came up during the birth of my first baby. When my daughter was being born, the midwife realized that she had a nuchal hand, which means that she was holding her hand up by her face. Since the birth, I have been searching the internet for more information about nuchal hands And while I have found it mentioned a bit here and there, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of information on it. Did the nuchal hand contribute to my second degree tearing? Was it the cause of such a long early and prodromal labor because my baby couldn't get into a good position for birth? If I have a second baby, is it likely that they will have a nuchal hand too? Is there anything I could have done during pregnancy or birth to help avoid it? Chriselda, thank you so much for submitting your question. A nuchal hand is one of several compound presentations, and this happens when an extremity, so an arm or a leg, is alongside the presenting part of the baby. With a vertex baby, as was in your case, then the presenting part is their head, and with a breech baby, the presenting part is going to be their bottom. Nuchal hand is the most common compound presentation. Ideally, your baby's going to retract their arm and then just end up coming out head first. I have read about some techniques that can be used of putting some gentle pressure on the arm or the hand in hopes that the baby will retract it. A nuchal hand doesn't automatically mean a C-section, although a lot of that is going to depend on your care provider. If you're working with a midwife or an OBGYN who has dealt with this in the past and is confident that they can either get your baby to retract their arm or that they can manage the labor and birth with the arm up by the head, it is possible to do. If you're working with a care provider who perhaps isn't quite as familiar with this type of situation, or has some other concerns about the birth and the health of your baby, then they may bring up the possibility of a cesarean section. And of course, if it were to create any other complication, a C-section is probably going to be discussed. The problem with a nuchal hand is that there is more of your baby coming out of the birth canal at once, so you're going to be at an increased risk for tearing. When your baby's born, you're going to dilate to 10 centimeters, which happens to be the circumference of your baby's head. 
If they have a hand or an arm up by their head, that's going to be greater than 10 centimeters. So you could be at an increased risk for a second or further degree tear. It is likely that this could have contributed to your second degree tear, but there are also women who have second degree tears that don't have a nuchal hand going on during their birth. Another issue with a compound presentation is an increased risk to injury to your baby's arm or their leg if that's the part that's also coming out during birth. You didn't mention anything about this, so Chris Alda, I'm hoping that this was not an issue for you. I'm sure that if your baby is at a risk for injury, then your care provider is going to be taking that into account with how they are managing the compound presentation and what they're looking at for your options. Chriselda, you are not kidding that there does not seem to be a lot of information on this topic. It was a tough topic to find much research on. This is not a really common thing. The most recent research that I could find on the odds of this happening is from the 1960s, which is way outdated by my research standards. But in the absence of more recent studies, it's worth taking a look at. This study was based on 65 cases of compound presentation, and it estimated the frequency of this at about 1 in 1,300 births. I'll put a link in the show notes if you would like to read more on it. I kind of hesitate to go too much further into this study because we have had over 50 years of medical advancements and learning since the 1960s, and I'm not sure how much of the prognosis and treatment would still apply today. The majority of studies that I could find at all on this topic all seem to be from the 1960s. So I'm thinking that this was a pretty hot topic back then and not something that a lot of people have put research into more recently. A compound presentation or a nuchal hand is not something that is diagnosed until the second stage of labor, which is the pushing stage. So there is absolutely no way to know ahead of time that your baby has a nuchal hand or a compound presentation. Was it the cause of such a long early labor? Possibly, that would make sense, although some women have long labors without that complication. But if your baby is having a hard time descending through the birth canal, then that could explain a longer labor. If you have a second baby, is it likely that they will have a nuchal hand too? I couldn't find any research on this. I'd like to say no. If you have a breech baby because your uterus is shaped differently or you have something like placenta previa, then you would be at an increased risk for that the second time around. But a compound presentation seems like your little one just got their arm up there or possibly their leg up there by their head. And it's probably not something that you're likely to have happen again. I would think that your chances would be the same. Although, like I said, I didn't find any evidence to back this up. That would just be my best guess. Is there anything that you could have done during pregnancy or birth to help avoid this? Chriselda, no, there's nothing that you could have done. You couldn't have seen it coming. So please don't beat yourself up over this. When something comes up during your labor, I think it's healthy to want to know more about it and to get some closure on it. 
and possibly even clear up some fears so that you're not worried about the same thing happening in a subsequent labor. During the birth of my son, I had a really long pushing stage. And if I do end up pregnant again, that's something that I really want to discuss with my midwife or doctor, because to be completely honest, I don't want any fear of that happening again to have an impact on a second birth. So Chriselda, in your case, I would say if you're at all concerned about this happening again, have a really candid conversation with your doctor or midwife about it. And just tell them exactly how you're feeling and run through some different scenarios. And I think that just by talking it out, you're going to feel a lot better about it going into your second birth. Chriselda, I hope that you found this episode helpful. You can see any notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash nuchal hand. And nuchal is spelled N-U-C-H-A-L. I hope that you are enjoying the weekly Q&A episodes, and if you have a question that you would like me to answer, you can submit it at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash Q&A. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Preg Podcast or Pregnancy Podcast on Facebook. And you can also join the Pregnancy Podcast community on Facebook to connect with some other expecting moms and ask questions specifically to what you are going through and what you're planning for your labor and birth. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would super appreciate a review on iTunes. It takes one or two minutes and it makes a huge difference in helping new expecting moms find the show. 